Ai, ai, ai. Ai, ai, ai. We almost got her, you know what I mean? We almost got her. It feels like a runaway train I can't hop on. I'm like, I don't want to get crushed, you know? It's the winter solstice. We're Trinity Infinity. This is the come up Sean Cassin Mare. It feels like a runaway train you can't get on. You know, like where you think like, oh, I could just grab it and I could just like jump in there. But you're like, if I fuck it up, I'll get splattered. Yeah. And I don't want to get splattered, so... Oh, there's no splattering here. We, we, there's space for you. You don't know how fragile my ego is. <laughs> <laughs> can't handle it? No, I can't. I really can't. Mm, trust me, I don't think I possess really any musical ability, but I use this show as the excuse to be a fucking total goofball. So, why not? A total goof. I'm total goober. Pull a card for Frank Zappa's birthday. Oh, hell yeah. Today's the day. <laughs> the death card. The death card. He is dead, so. He is dead. It is appropriate. He definitely died. Yeah. And I brought out Perfect all my. Perfect for the shortest day of the year. I, I brought out all my Zappa records. <laughs> Cass was like, I was like, should I bring one out? She's like, bring them all. I don't even know which one to, to show off. Well, every time we go to the record store, I see like 10 Zappa records and Sean's like, I already have that one or like. This one's apostrophe. And it's just a good picture of them. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the one that I was devoted to buy or which was the one? You bought I... this one online. Um, you know, you, we, cause you, I don't, I haven't seen apostrophe come up in, uh, in record stores that often. Yeah. I had to buy that one. Is that the one with heavenly bank account? Heavenly bank account is on, um. Yeah, that's Cass's favorite Zappa song. If you want to look up Cass's favorite, that's on this one. Um, but I love Zappa, and I never thought I would. And if it weren't for quarantine, I probably wouldn't have had the time to devote to, you know, get to know somebody like that. And I, I, I have like what fifteen Zappa records, and I've I've listened to everything that he's put out. But I'm like still at the beginning. It's one of those kind of guys. Like he's just he was so fucking prolific and. If you watch any of like the documentaries about him, like he pretty much spent his time like drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes and just like furiously fucking writing down like com- composing, but just like writing down stuff. Like you don't really like see him like humming or fucking around on the guitar or whatever. Like he's he's writing it down. It's all in his head. So that's and really impressive. I, to, yeah, like, I'm ha- impressed by it. Have something in your head and then like be able to either draw it or write it or whatever it is. This. Um mind to hand connection yeah god bless those people (laughs) sure and he's a sag cap um i guess on the on the cusp but Mm. he's a capricorn so maybe we should read his son in capricorn card which also applies to all of us for this upcoming capricorn season um a sun capricorn combination is a strong indication of someone who is a conscientious and ambitious organizer 
pretty much Zappa. Yeah. This mix produces excellent intuitive faculties that can be put to a good use in achieving life aims. The goal for people with this planet's sign sign combination is a slow and steady advancement based on solid ground and security oriented. This card describes those who find it easy to reach responsible position in a community and is here that their ability abilities lie. Sun Capricorn people have a good talent for organizing and thrive in the executive post at whatever level feels comfortable to them. He or she will have the patience to work hard in obtaining the necessary skills to achieve honor and recognition. And the sun in this sign shows an undoubted strong ambition to attain power and authority. If the person this card describes has all these typical qualities, he or she has a lot to look forward to. The phrase, life begins at 40, will have many pleasurable connotations. Negative aspects to this combination of qualities could push the Sun Capricornians toward an unscrupulous desire to get on in life, no matter the cost. There can also be a tendency to exploit others. Kurt's a cap, too. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Kurt Vile? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's why I, like, sometimes I'm like, damn, he's put out so many records to just be 40 now and i think about to put out his best record yet yeah it's a it's a very impressive and it's like you almost need that sun cap arrangement to like fucking produce the work yeah i am jealous i wonder if that apply i wonder if we could pluck other musicians who have that same thing and they have like because that that is one thing about kurt and there's one thing about zappa they have a lot of fucking records they they didn't sit still there's always some i have what i thought was most of kurt's discography and we were over at his house the other day and i'm like I'm like, what the fuck is this record that you put out? What is this one? What is this one? Like, just fucking countless songs. Hundreds and hundreds of songs. And I think of my friends who are Capricorns. They are the ones with the most kids. Megan, my sister, has five fucking kids. Yeah, my friend Amy Jo has three kids. So it's like fucking really doing this thing. And they remind me so much of each other. And this was one of the things that made me a believer is like... You know, my my only example of Capricorn that I knew of was my sister. and And then you told me your friend Amy Jo was too. And I'm like... Oh, well, that that makes me believe in all this shit because she's exactly like my sister. They just have just they, they carry themselves the same way. They have the same goals in life. They're like both solid, like really solid moms. And uh, yeah, so many other things in common. But it's like little stuff like that that's made me a believer. It's so exciting because when I realized that like, yeah, OK, there's Capricorn sons and they have a particular force and power. But like all of us usually have. Most of us have some sort of Capricorn placement or some way that Capricorn shows up in our lives. You know, you're a Capricorn rising. I have a stellium in Capricorn. It's like just because we maybe don't um, have like 12 records under our belt, you know, mm-hmm. but we do have 12 films under our belt. You know, there is stuff like that. And yeah. so it's, um, yeah, I hope that in this season that that force can be with us, you know. It it feels like it like we're calling it in like we're all, we we made a list of stuff we want to like try to accomplish this winter. Um, you know we're we're getting together with our band for a week. Like that's it, we're going to L.A. for three weeks. It just it feels like we're setting ourselves up for, you know, a prolific creative output. You know. Oh yeah, mm. I mean yeah, Jean is equally bolstered with that Saturnian energy being a Capricorn rising. Um, and you're incredibly Saturnian, painfully Saturnian. Both of you are very Saturnian. What does that mean? Like, like we're responsible. 
Yeah, like, well, just in your charts, you have really heavy Saturnian energy mm -hmm. um, ruling both of you. So, yeah, the long-term Saturn is a 30-year cycle. That's why they say your life kind of starts at 40 for Sun and Caps, especially because Cap is the even longer form than Aquarius of Saturn, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, like, responsibility, commitment, consistency, um, steadfastness, structure. He's really like the structures of things. So it's really about learning the structure mm. and making sure you're fitting into the structure. Wow. Interesting. Different than Neptune, which is dissolving the structure. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that we both and share that and like we've become like psychedelic parents to people. Exactly. Well, and like with Kurt, of course, uh, his cancer moon is like his saving grace because too much Capricorn energy and you wouldn't even be a musician. You know, it's like you need Neptune to dissolve the boundaries to even kids. get to creative work. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's it's always a balance of all of the energies. And that's really astrology should seem stupid and completely pointless and non-meaningful until you understand that everybody has every single one of the energies in them in different places in their lives, mm -hmm. you know? Because, mm -hmm. yeah, you can't separate the whole, like, you know, the human experience into a 12-fold system. Yeah. That's insane. But it's like 12 times 12 times 12 times 12, like 64 times, you know, to oh, encapsulate. Okay somebody's own language for the way that they're moving in through the world, you know? Um, but I will say, I think any sort of like outward success comes from a balance of energies, mm. like too much of anyone you're it's probably, you know, it's sort of like to be a good creator, you need the water for your boat to be out and you need the air, the mental scape to be going in the right direction for you. You need fire in your engine, I guess is a jet boat. And, uh, <laughs> and ground to get to yeah and ground to get to and the boats maybe the earth um but it, yeah you have to have all of them yeah. and oftentimes it's the people that are more balanced sort of elementally and energetically that can succeed as and put things together mm -hmm. well that's yeah. where like ayurveda seems to make a lot of sense because it's all about tapping into whatever balance you may need so right. you might not have right, a super right, right. balanced chart you might have a lot of fire in your right. chart or a lot of air but it's like okay what do you now know about yourself and then how do you compensate Definitely. to like in your outer experience or in the foods you consume or the activities you do or the place that you live like um super chill so living in new york city is like very balancing to me right you know yeah right. that's probably what draws us here so much we don't leave this fucking apartment but like we feel like we need to be here in the middle of, of the fire of all fucking fires, you know? That's yeah, it's definitely a balancing act, I so, think. So we, we talked about this last week, uh, starting to put, you know, rock stars as zodiacs. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Capricorn? Is it And is I Zappa? think he's Uranus, if I had to okay, make I was him anybody. Ask you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Uranus, again, is like our mad genius out in the world um, and like addicted to change, like different than Saturn, which we're coming on to our third square of Saturn and Uranus this year, this week. Um, so again, this conversation about the structures of reality that be um, are, you know, against this um, really inspirational energy that we have flowing through us to change. Right. Um, and it's in Taurus, so it's in our systems of value. And that's kind of where I... Uh, but the language of like Bitcoin and all of that even succeeding was the Uranus uh, Taurus story. But mm. yeah, he's very Uranian to me. Very like when I listen to his music, his composition is so about forcing change on you. It's so about not making you comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And like that's all yeah. so Uranian to me, you know. Yeah. Um, and he's got so he's got to have some of that balance in his chart versus just the Saturn of like holding structure and time, you know. Right. 
Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I guess how I would equate that. Yeah. He didn't want, he didn't want you to be able to put on one of his records and just sit there and ignore it. Right. You know, so any, any one given song, talk about switching it up, talk about change. It's it's like, you don't know where this thing is going at all. Exactly. Like mad experiment all the time. Almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a a good record if you want a clear house. (laughs) I feel like, oh, people are getting a little too comfortable. Okay. Let's throw on some Zappa. (laughs) Well, but then there's then there's the rare type of person like me who, if someone throws on Zappa or something like on that level of heaviness and freakiness, it's like I'm, you're my person. Cool. Like, what else are you gonna put on? I'm yeah. I'm fucking here for it. Yeah. We're on a ride together now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I lo- I love when people get into Zappa with me and like just like even like turning Josh Craig on to it and be like, yo, all the musicians you love played with fucking Zappa. Right. You know, like he had. He had everybody. He had George Duke playing in his band. You know, it's fucking crazy. He had the guys from the Turtles. You know, fucking yeah, total total legend. Um, you know, I, I guess it's known to be like a legendary asshole or prick or whatever. But I think of his, him more as a like funny and, and misunderstood and mm. a little bit of ahead of his time and so dry that people had a really hard time, mm. you know, coping with yeah. his personality. Yeah. So. Yeah. He has some songs that like I can really vibe with, and then there's some that like I'm like, all right, we're gonna listen to this every night for this <laughs> month, okay? <laughs> I drove cast crazy during the during the quarantine part of the pandemic, like where we were really just stuck in here, and I'm collecting Zappa records and like just like playing Mario Kart for four hours with just Zappa playing behind it, like yeah, that's a it's a bit of an intense initiation, but at my age, it's hard to carve out the time and, and headspace to get into something, uh, to, to, to let something new into your life. Like, you know, and I encourage people to do it. And yeah. like, I say this to my friends all the time. It's like people that aren't into the dead. It's like, I, I, I fucking, I beg you to try to get into them. Cause it'll just help your life in so many ways, not just the music, but getting into something new, mm-hmm. you know, after you, you think you've already decided what, what your tastes are and the things that that uh that get you off or whatever try fucking new shit try oh. listening to something new that's completely out of nowhere you know that's a good intention yeah, yeah. it's hard these days with the way that music and the media is run because it's like the same 10 songs on the radio i know you really gotta have a search team out there at all times <laughs> and, and those 10 songs to me sound the same they like, are the yes yeah, they, the they're same. the same song or it's not a song. That's why I'm starting to get to a point where it just doesn't even sound like music anymore sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The par- current pop climate is very bleak. <laughs> you know, I'll turn on, you know, hits one every once in a while when I'm alone in the car and I'm like, this is what people are listening to. <laughs> it's sad. It depresses me. It yeah. really does. Well, and if, yeah, if you want to get into new shit, you should get on Sean's Patreon and yeah. listen to Church of Chill. I don't know how else you get new music. It's kind of. I forget how I was getting it before <laughs> I met you. you know? I'm like, what was I doing? Yeah. Well, now it's, it, well, it's so fun because you're such a muse. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I'm constantly just like looking for stuff I think Mare might like or would just turn us on or make us laugh or yeah. get us through a ketamine trip or yeah. whatever. <laughs> so I'm I'm constantly on the fucking search. And yeah. It's made my life so much better. Yeah. It made my life so much more interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I heard a comedian say this the other day, but it really, like, it totally applies to me, like how he was saying he has a hard time. This is Joe List. Uh. Yeah, he has a hard time, like, enjoying things i think i talked about this on yesterday's show and um or 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 expressing full emotions or Mm. or or crying or or you know or laughing or like being overwhelmed with joy but he's like if music 
w- music allows that for me. Uh, and, and I was like, that is, that is why I'm so addictive. I love that. Because it gives me permission to really experience those feelings and not feel weird about them. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I love it, that. Yeah. I, speaking of Saturn, I grew up, as I always say, with like two of the most Saturnian people on the planet. Yeah. And they're like experts of disassociation. They're both Aquarius, Aquarius stelliums. And, um, yeah, I think it's something that we, like... It's not cool to be emotional, you know? It's just about the most uncool thing in our society ever, to, yeah. to have feelings about anything. Even the way that, like, I, when I tattoo people, people are always talking about dating and, like, the language that people use. It's always, like, everyone is trying not to care about everything, you know? It's, like, not cool to care about anything that's, anymore. That's social you know? currency. It's like, yeah. It's, Your it's, ability to not give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, like, not, like, yeah. Um, that's where the doomer generation comes from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, growing up as an incredibly emotional person, um, I wanted space to be emotional and out of control and run into things. And it felt like my spirit doesn't even give me an option. That's just like the way that I am and the way that I'm asked to operate. And I'm definitely been within a system that has found that very uncool, Right. (laughs) you know, and I'm coming into its coolness. I'm coming to realize that like my sensitivity is my superpower, but, um, it's also been this balancing game of like being disassociated enough to fit in and to have friends and have relationships and to like enter some of that detachment in, um, in a way that, uh, is not like destructive to my life, right? you know, but I would love to set up. And that's really why I love like metal and screamo. Like I, I want way more spaces in the world for people to go all the fucking way oh, in a yeah. safe way. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and yeah, I think just like to go back for a second too on the music thing, I think it's like one of the most like, it's like the fastest way to embrace the rest of the world when you don't have to leave your apartment is is experiencing new music that you think that you already say that you don't like. Like if there's a genre of music yeah. you think you don't like, there's definitely somebody in that music that's just making across the board good music mm-hmm. that happens to be in that genre. And yeah. that'll change your mind about that genre. Um and that will that's what's it so changes rad. everything because like, you change your mind about one thing especially something yeah. that's like oh this is my musical taste yeah yeah change your mind about that and the whole world opens up to you well because that's like an outstanding judgment that you're going around with all other people and it's some archetype it's some personality thing you don't like and so once you can embrace it musically and really feel like oh i get it i get why you know how that person got to that place yeah. it just gives you so much more patience and understanding for people in general out in the world yeah. and yourself and like just different experiences yeah. you know all the stories I read on the on like the deadhead message boards of like how did you become a deadhead? So many people with the same story as me. Like I was a hardcore punker, yeah. and I fucking was down with anything. Like all all the like I hated this yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, but seeing so many people had the same journey as me, it's basically like it's it's growing up and embracing all of the realities and the emotions yeah. that are outside of just like the anger and resistance that is punk music. Yeah. You get into Grateful Dead and like if you're paying attention to the music and the lyrics, like it's just the map for, for life and in its realist form. Well, it's very, you know? as I talked about before, extremely Venusian. Like yeah. it's very loving. Yeah. And I think um, in order to get into that in a society that necessarily isn't very loving, it feels very vulnerable because mm-hmm. it's cooler to be disassociated and cold and mad it's i mean that is even a cooler emotion yeah than um than super loving and super clingy or like you know the other thing that's like everyone is so averse to these yeah but the yeah the dead is like very uh, so to me yeah it takes a certain a lot um, 
vulnerability to be into them. Yeah. yeah. And that's a radical act. The love yeah. is a radical right, exactly. space to hold. Right. Exactly. It warms my heart when I see men get into it. When yeah. I, when I see people, like the, the, when they really get into it, there's not just like, oh, I'm, I'll go to the show because that's where everyone parties are, but like really genuinely yeah. like fall for this music the way I did. You I know? trust a motherfucker who listens to the dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a certain thing right. that Hell we understand yeah. about yeah. what's going on. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> about time and life and love and balance and karma and i don't know just everything mm. yeah yeah um yeah and ja- like talking about jazz too and more changeability music that's not as comforting to listen to it's definitely a meditation mm-hmm. you know um those are the most meditative like experiences i've had really is at jazz shows because it requires so much concentration to be able even enjoy the music because you have to be following it yeah um, so you can't, you can't check out. Yeah, you, you get can't lost. Check out. Like, what? Where are we? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like nothing. It's not, yeah, and then it sounds like <laughs> nothing. Um, and that's cool. But like, I grew up in that, and growing up with like jazz being the coolest, and like almost to a point of it being like structure is is uncool, and and these yeah. like more comforting riffs and stuff are like very uncool. And I've yeah. had to like get back into like liking pop music because I grew up in this environment where it was like so like complexity was on the highest pedestal, and so yeah. all this other stuff is just like you know trash bullshit for simple ears or whatever. And I'm really coming around to like I fu- you know I listen to fucking Ariana Grande as much as I listen to Slayer in my apartment. I don't I know, know what my neighbors hate more, but like I saw that the other day. I, I just by like your phone and I, you had Ariana Grande on, and I was like mainly because she's teaching me how to sing. But like yeah. <laughs> I think like I have been able to find so much more enjoyment in all genre, any genres of music at this point in my life um, by just like letting, yeah, letting the vulnerability sink into like, oh, it's, it's, it's cool to like everything. That's the coolest thing. Yeah. It's very uncool to not like stuff. So yeah. Yeah. That um, creative process of getting turned on by anything whenever. Mm. My relationship with music is because I rarely DJ, but when I do DJ for myself, I just like find the song that hits me the hardest and then like, I'll listen to it and if it doesn't hit me hard enough I'll be like all right let's replay that you know I like really I need it to hurt you know and then just like kind of work through the emotion yeah like Mm -hmm. Sean was saying it's like a place for you to process it feels safe go into it yeah Yeah. and it's yeah it's somebody being like I've been here yeah I've been here I made a little diddly about it (laughs) yeah Yeah, and you feel less alone in the multiverse you know totally feel heard you feel seen somehow Mm. um because you are them and they are you well um honor frank zappa on his birthday today <laughs> yeah, check uh, out a song yeah ch- check out this album apostrophe uh, i still can't get over that you pulled the death card <laughs> yeah i pulled the death card for frank zappa <laughs> i think you should listen to um apostrophe is a really good one uh, we love this album uh overnight sensation this one starts off with camarillo brillo she got that camarillo brillo yeah. and ends with montana which is one of the first songs that turned me on to zappa but i could go on forever um if you want to check out my Zappa playlist. I'll link to it. Cool. So we'll see you tomorrow, y'all.